This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Welcome to the Dumb Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Jerkins, and this is a show where funny people come on to talk about a smart topic they consider themselves to be an amateur expert in. And today I have back on the show, Luce Tomlin Brenner, and she's here to talk about Halloween because today, the day that this episode drops, is Halloween. So we gotta have a spooky episode. We get into talking about like the history, childhood memories of Halloween, and just why it's a pretty fucking cool holiday. So sit back, relax. If you're still hungover from all those parties this weekend, ooh, this is a nice, fun show for you. And it's brought to you by Loot Crate. That's right. You know Loot Crate. You could get these boxes of mystery delivered to your door. And they come in different themes. And you could make it, you know, just a little treat yourself gift each month. They got Harry Potter Crate, WWE Crate, Marvel, Stranger Things, Season 2 Crate. Uh, loot pets, get some stuff for your dog. That sounds great. And you can save 10% by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash loot crate and using the save 10 at checkout. Please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. And you can follow Luce at LTB Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. And you could also follow me at Cassie Jerkins on Twitter and Instagram. Let's just dive in. Enjoy this episode on Halloween. I, yeah, uh, it's recording. Usually I have to hit record twice, but wow, spooky! Just cut your, uh, work in half, spooky. <laughs> the ghosts are with us. Well, you and I have a history of uh, ghost hunting. We did. We did go ghost hunting. That was two years ago. I can't believe that was two years ago. That was one of the favorite. One of my favorite things I ever did. People still talk about that show. I have actually had people recognize me that I'm not friends with <laughs> and bring it up. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had a couple of people come up to me and be like, uh, are you doing are you doing any like are you doing it again? I would actually love to do it again. Yeah, I would love to do it again. But I don't I haven't had any ghost experiences since doing the show two years ago. No. And that ghost expert, he even said like when you move into a building, that's when the ghosts are most active because they're like, "Who? what is right. this new energy? What are you all about? And then once they're like, all right, you're just a bunch of freaking comedy nerds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fine. I mean, but maybe if I like sometimes. I feel like if we scary. went even harder on it. Yeah. Like we left early. We did. Le- we did leave early. We. Uh, too many skeptics, in too many my opinion. skeptics. Yeah, yeah, it's very true, very true. I mean, I'm on the hard other side. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, a hundred percent just ready for anything to happen. Yeah, yeah, and like a hundred percent just like that. That noise, that was definitely a good. Yeah, noise. yeah, and I feel like there are like some rooms that I, 
I still like, I'm like, oh, maybe if we hung out in this room a little bit. I still, I mean, I feel like I've been in every room in that building and there's still rooms that I'm like, don't feel good about when yeah. I'm in them and other ones where it, it doesn't feel like anything. So what's yeah. that? I don't know. It's like, just like I don't the know. magnetic energy in one yeah. room sucks. Well, I'm thinking of like, like the inner sanctum, I think it is like, because so many shows like happen, I feel like that energy's really shifted. Oh yeah. Like it's a more of a fun, like joyous place where I think in the agree. beginning, like we knew that, um, uh, like that used to be like narcotic anonymous meetings yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and like, just like, yeah, not, and not that so back great. hallway where the bathrooms are always felt a little weird. Yeah. Even like for mess hall auditions and, you're back there. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel like it felt. I think it feels less weird all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I still think some of the classrooms don't feel good. Though. Yeah. Some of the classrooms I associate and love and like, I'm like, yeah, I'm in this classroom. And then mm-hmm. others I'm like, Bleh. the one with the window I always like, I don't know if that's just because it has light in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I ever went in that room, I was like, it has a window. <laughs> it really it's is so the little thing that makes me happy. And Maybe when I they finally perform with light on me, natural light. Yeah. Yeah. And that for the longest time, I hated that just all the walls were white. Mm-hmm. And when they just painted one wall, oh, happy day. I know. I remember walking and being like, is that a light gray? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> good choice. And they like beating people down to their lowest form yeah. to like really make them appreciate <laughs> Um, But I do think walking those halls late at night, because sometimes I'll like in the tech booth, I'm like, oh, I'm going to just go pop in and go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it's like no one's in there. That can be a little spooky yeah it's perfect time to talk about spooky things everything feels extra spooky now because the veil is about to be at its thinnest Ooh, is that a thing so that's halloween yeah that's why um that because november 1st is all saints day Mm -hmm. so then halloween became a thing it was like all hallows eve the evening before you celebrate all the catholic saints yeah um, that's when the veil between the living and the dead is the thinnest. Oh, so that's why people dress up uh-huh. because the whole idea was that the spirits are like among us and like, they're going to raise and like come after you. Yeah. So you wear costumes and masks and like you dress up as like different people to confuse them so that they can't take you back to the pits of hell. Oh, we're doing it to confuse them. Yes. I love that. Isn't that great? I know. <laughs> I, I like, I knew about all saints day and all how I also, this is a weird sidebar. I love that it's like All Hallows Evening and Halloween just comes because people just kept shortening it. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of the first, because um, people hate doing that now, right? When we shorten things like totes and everyone's like, yeah. so annoying. Yeah. Like, Halloween was like one of the first examples of doing that. Been doing it for 6,000 years, yeah. baby. Nothing's new. <laughs> um, yeah. So I knew, like, yeah, like that, the All Saints Day. Um, there's a lot of like pastries involved. Like the trick or treating was like poor people going around and being like, you want us to pray for your dead family um, and they give you soul cake. Yeah. So that was part, that was an iteration of it. Oh. But there's also studies um, in like, so, okay. So Halloween, like all the roots are in like Celtic tradition. Yeah. So like everything comes from like Scotland basically, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting because it's such a small place. Yeah. Um, I would love, I've never been to Europe before and I've like Same. very much would love to go there mm-hmm. especially around this time of year and see if they are like really oh. into, I don't actually know modern Scotland if they're still really into like, yeah 
I know France and Australia don't like Halloween because it's uh, too Americanized. I have a friend who's who married an Australian and I learned a year ago that Australians don't celebrate Halloween and it completely baffled me. <laughs> Every now and then I'll remember it and then I yeah. stare off into space for a moment like what are their lives like? Yeah. It's just an Another night? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, but you could dress up and eat candy. It's so and think fun. About death. It's so charming. And I, I just think it's such, I think it's so strange that you wouldn't celebrate it. I didn't know they didn't celebrate it in France either. Yeah. And what's funny is Australia and France are two of my favorite countries. And that fact that they don't celebrate Halloween, like gives them a couple knocks down for wow. me. Wow. Yeah, you hear that? You hear that France? <laughs> you hear that Australia? <laughs> celebrate Halloween. Also, I feel like they would like it. Literally, like, I don't nothing to not like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but in the Scottish, like, so in the Celtic tradition, uh, a lot of research points to the idea that there was uh, the idea that people were dressing up in costumes, mm-hmm. uh, that it was just like a great day to commit pranks. Yeah. In yeah. So it was like, um, OK, so maybe we should. We'll go back a second, but like sure. Sam Hain or not. I always want to say Sam Hain because that's what it looks like. Yeah. But it's actually pronounced like Sawin. Sawin. Yeah. Sawin. Sawin. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I saw that word uh, a bunch of times and was like, I'm not going to be able to remember that. It makes me angry. It's like a word that I want to <laughs> refuse not to say, but I know it's the yeah. correct way to say it. But I want to just like, dig in and be like, I'm saying Sam Hain. <laughs> just deal with it. Yeah. I'm just like really ignorant in a yeah. mean way. <laughs> For the purpose uh, of this podcast, let's just say Sam Hain. Sam Hain. So um, it's, it's like the celebration of the end of summer. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, you know, going into winter is like an end of the year celebration. Uh, and like, you know, everybody had like all the harvest and everything. Yeah. So it was like when people had the most like food and drink. So like uh-huh. people were celebrating for that reason also. Okay. Um, but then it was also like, OK, so you're dressing up, you're, you know, getting drunk, you're eating a ton of food and you're like thinking back to the, you know, this whole summer season you were work, you're farming. Right. So it's like. What farmer was fucking with you on Samhain? You're going to dress up and like steal their plow. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Fuck that farmer. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like it had sort of uh, an April Fool's Day kind of a vibe Mm -hmm. to it back Mm -hmm. um, in the early centuries. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I read this thing and I wasn't sure if it was true or not, but I heard that the pranks were got so extreme. That's why they started doing the treat. Like, don't trick us. We'll give you a treat. That, yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. So it was, um, you were bribing people by giving them treats. So it was like, don't prank me. So yeah. Cause like, I think today, you know, everyone just knows they're getting candy. So trick or treat just seems like this saying that no one really knows Thinks what it about. means. Yeah. Like it has, yeah. it's devolved. I had no idea that it was, people hardcore pranking yeah so and even when i was a kid i feel like like annoying adults would be like you don't want me to do a trick or like you do me a trick or yeah. it'd be something like that so then i think when i was a kid i thought that it was like you would either get like a trick or you would get a treat yeah but that's not accurate that's like a bad reading of that <laughs> <laughs> like well, yeah like, there just was no trickery like in my experience, yeah. it was just like get dressed up and go get as much candy as possible. I feel like I would hear when I was a kid that there were like bad kids who like toilet oh. paper things or like threw eggs. Yeah. Yeah. I know about like TPing and stuff, but I don't know. 
in San Diego, that was just kind of just happened whenever Anyways. the kids like wanted to. Like it wasn't like every house is always littered with TP, <laughs> but it would just be like, you know, you'd wake up one morning and be like, oh, you know, the Floyds got TP'd last night or right. whatever. It wasn't um, like specifically on Halloween. Yeah, exactly. I don't feel like I noticed TPing on Halloween ever as a kid. I, I mean, this is how nerdy like I was, but in <laughs> high school, after like a play, everybody from like drama club would TP like the drama coach's house. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> like winning a football game yeah, with the Gatorade. So it was like a fun thing. And then they would yeah. all come the next day and clean it up. Uh, so of it course. Like, yeah. You always had to clean it up. Yeah. Thanks. Fuck you. Ha <laughs> 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 Cast me in another play. <laughs> yeah, right. Just destroy your house. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that was a thing I heard about more than it was ever a thing that was actually happening. Yeah. Although when I was a really small kid, I don't know what year it was. I feel like it was somewhere between seven and nine. My house that we that I grew up in, uh, some local vandals stole all our Halloween decorations oh, no. and smashed all our pumpkins. Smashing pumpkins, I think, is probably like the most common prank. I think it's literally the worst thing you can do. It's so mean. Yeah. <laughs> but like, also, I'm sure it's fun. Uh, pumpkins are like a dollar at Kroger's. Like go. Oh, get, go smash your own. Like buy it. Yeah, and buy and smash your own pumpkin. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it is fun. But like. Yeah. I think that's what we would do if our pumpkins survived. We would take them in the backyard and smash them or something. But yeah, well, then you like. But I've never like did it to especially a stranger literally the cruelest thing you can do yeah you're essentially like shitting on the entire holiday yeah like not only the <laughs> like, damn I'm very- listen up <laughs> <laughs> i'm taking pranksters to court uh they i think it's just really shitty like it's really mean-spirited first of all you have to go out and here it's weird, I guess, because there's no field. So you just go to the store and buy a pumpkin. But yeah. like, I'm from Ohio. And so you would go out to a, a, pumpkin, a patch, pumpkin patch, a real pumpkin cool, patch. Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> when I first moved here in 2012, uh, it was my first hot Halloween. So I was like upset. Yeah. What? <laughs> what is this? Why am I melting? <laughs> and I asked a kid that I was working with. I worked at a toy store and I asked this other person I worked with where to get mm-hmm. pumpkins. I was mm-hmm. like, it's weird. He's like, there's no like actual fields or farms and stuff around yeah. here. So like, are there like, where do you get pumpkins? Yeah. And he's like, oh, there's a pumpkin patch at the Grove. And I was oh, like, what's the Grove? So and he's like, yeah. yeah. And then he was explaining it's, it's this huge mall. And I was like, yeah. I'm not getting pumpkins at a mall. <laughs> I'd rather have no pumpkins than mall pumpkins. Yeah. I feel like the closest might be North Hollywood, but definitely in Encino, there's a pumpkin patch. Okay. But it's like very like, I don't know. I feel it's still very it feels different. Like it's and it feels like small and it's like this is only this demographic is only for parents with kids between the ages of like two to seven. Oh, yeah. It's a family thing. And then you like yeah. roll up as like a single 30 year old. <laughs> and they're like, like awkward. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm here for fall fun. Yeah. Where's the hayride, folks? Yeah. They're like, uh, we don't we, we don't have any livestock here. <laughs> yeah. Like ready to milk some cows and yeah. kick some apples. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. Is bobbing for apples like was that a big thing in Ohio? Um, It was something that we did at some Halloween parties when I was a kid. Okay. But it was wasn't a thing that people were like 
this is a must. Yeah. It's something I want to be good, but every time I do it, it's a nightmare. It's not <laughs> a fun thing to do. Yeah. I feel like in LA, if you <laughs> set up popping for apples, everyone would be like, you're insane. Like, <laughs> we're not doing that. Yeah. Like, we're going to put our faces in this yeah. water. And that's my makeup. Yeah. <laughs> and like, everybody else's germs are in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's technically a real concern, but like, also, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We all suffer from OCD. So, yeah. Like, can't do that. Um, <laughs> um, it's actually really hard to bob for apples, though. Yeah. It, but it, that like was a big tradition that I kept reading about was like, that was a very fun game back in the day. Yeah. So I don't know if you read about this when you were like doing research, but Mm -hmm. I, my knowledge of bobbing for apples comes from the idea that, uh, also, so the idea that the veil is very thin. So like spirits are coming back from the dead. And there was this idea that you had to entertain your relatives who were coming back from the dead. Oh. So there was like, you were dressing up in costumes to ward off any evil spirits. And I know you- And then you were doing games to entertain your family members who were coming back from the dead. Oh, yes. Okay. I was reading this because- um, That's like, people would do poetry, sing songs, and tell jokes. They had open night mics yeah. on Halloween. <laughs> Literally, my name. Uncle nightmare. Jerry's gonna tell some jokes. <laughs> oh, God. Aunt Mary has a poem. <laughs> uh, but if I think the spirits would be like, uh, I'm out. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Especially if you only do it one night out of the entire year. Oh, God. Not I keep good. like seeing people posting their like Halloween themed comedy shows that they're doing this weekend. And then like <laughs> the last thing I want to do this weekend is do comedy. It's like to me, it's work and it's fun. But I also am yeah. like, this is my like holy time. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. want to work. I don't want to perform for anybody else. Like yeah. I want to do this exactly the way I want to do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like being at an open mic night, I would. Oh, yeah. What a nightmare. Yeah. An actual non-scary nightmare. Just like a sad, depressing nightmare. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, oh, but what I was saying about, so why it makes me so angry that people would smash other people's pumpkins mm-hmm. is that like in, where I grew up, I was like right on the edge of a city. So everything to the uh, east of me was like towards Cleveland and then everything to the west of me was like farmlands. Mm-hmm. So um, there we had to go to farm country to go get our pumpkins. Oh, so it's okay. like you make a whole day of it. So you like go yeah. and you get pumpkins. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get apples. There's like apple picking. There's oh, hay bales. Cool. There's hay rides. There's I've goats. never gone apple picking. Oh, man. It we, sounds like a It's treat. so fun. <laughs> it has to be cool, though. That's the thing. It's like too hot here. Yeah. It's like you want to wear jeans and a flannel and some boots. Oh, yeah. Like there's a whole oh. outfit that you can do. Oh, like, my God. I never even thought about an outfit. Oh, that's my... <laughs> I have so many fall outfits just languishing in my closet yeah. right now. I don't even know where you could go apple picking around here. I feel like we'd I have to drive once, pretty far. But yes, you do have to drive up north maybe an hour yeah. or two. I feel like there's stuff between here and Santa Barbara. Is that a place? Yeah. Up north? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like we'd probably have to go more inland. Oh, yeah, probably. Because I know if you're driving to like Fresno, you'll hit a lot of like slaughterhouses slaughterhouses (laughs) but like vineyards and orange trees and stuff like that if you're on the coast it's more i don't know i don't know what you grow on the coast (laughs) yeah just a lot lot of scrimp trees (laughs) 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 we go in scrimp picking (laughs) that absolutely it's uh my people (laughs) um Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something that 
I've it's never what I miss the most. Like I used to always plan a trip home in October and the last mm-hmm. couple of years I haven't been able to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's like uh, the last year I was there, my mom mapped out orchards all over our county. Yeah. And we just like hit them up like it was a tag sale. Like we were just like, okay, at this one we're gonna get apple cider slushies. At this one we're gonna get apple cider donuts. At this Wait, one's where we get our what? apples. We went to like six different orchards and got different food at every single this one. This is blowing my mind again because I just thought you get dressed up real cute and you go pick apples. Oh. I didn't know there's like different foods that they make and sell to you that Wait, apple cider slushy? Like, apple cider what? slushies are dope as hell, and you <sighs> cannot get them out here. If somebody knows about an apple cider slushy, DM me immediately. LTV <laughs> comedy on all platforms. <laughs> it's my favorite thing, and apple cider. I've donuts. never heard of it. So there's just different, like, so orchards will have apple picking and hay rides and pumpkin picking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then they'll specialize in different types of foods and candies oh and like popcorn. God. So sometimes you can get like a bag of caramel popcorn and like yeah. everything has the label of that orchard on yeah. it and like, oh, pumpkin butter or apple butter. And then it's all like made there. That's amazing. It's so fun. So when you like go to different orchards, get different stuff at different orchards and you come home and lay your bounty out on the kitchen table and it's just like a fall ah, feast of like sugar so and cool. condiments. And yeah. <laughs> but you do this like a lot, you know, you go out. So yeah. then when you think about pumpkin carving, I haven't carved a pumpkin in a couple of years. It's actually, I feel bad admitting this, but I think it's the thing about Halloween that I don't like doing. It's a lot of work on the wrists. <laughs> it is. And I think I think I have a pumpkin allergy. Oh no. Not for eating, but maybe this happens to everybody, but let mm. me know. I get incredibly itchy when I touch pumpkin guts. <laughs> Like my, my, it's been a while since I've done it, so I can't tell you if I I've, do. But I haven't done it in it two or three years. It definitely sounds like an but, allergy. <laughs> yeah, but I can eat pumpkins fine. Yeah. But like touching pumpkin guts, like my hands yeah. turn red and I get so itchy. Yeah. And it just feels like supremely unfair and like yeah. not right. Like I've given so much to you. <laughs> You're like, this is my holiday. Let yeah. me have this. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but... It is a lot of work. So there's a Mm -hmm. whole like the scraping out. I hate the scraping. Cutting them isn't easy either. It's messy. I feel like for me too, it's like, I always start off very ambitious. Like, I'm like, oh, I want to make a beautiful design and mm -hmm. get the Sharpie out and everything. And then once I get to hacking, like, especially after the guts are, I'm like, I just want to get this over with. It's almost like I'm just going to make a little triangle face. I know. Oh, this is a classic. I'm doing a reimagining classic. (laughs) It's almost like it needs to be a two day thing. Like, I'll call. Gut you on Saturday mm-hmm. and carve you on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so you okay? So you do all that work, right? Then you like finally get it all out there with the light out on your front porch, and then a couple of fucking like boring ass fourteen year old hooligans just yeah. smash it in your driveway. Idiots. Rude as fuck. Yeah, it is very rude. Um, you hear that? I'm You're coming rude. for you. <laughs> You're rude. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, so I haven't carved in a couple of years, but I always feel bad because I. They're really beautiful. Yeah. I love the way carved pumpkins look. The thing I've been doing <laughs> to make up for it, which oh, I haven't done this year, is I like to buy the really tiny little pumpkins and yeah. like put them around my house. Oh, yeah. And that kind of like feels folly and oh. Halloween-y. Gourd season? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my gourd? Yeah. <laughs> you got to get it. <laughs> oh, my gourd. <laughs> um, absolutely well okay so again back in the celtic times yeah um they would carve turnips that's and, like, right radishes. yeah yeah and even though those faces okay so um 
people were scared that when they went to bed on All Hallows Eve before All Saints Day, that that's when the spirit, when they weren't dressed up anymore and they were in their beds, that's when the spirits would come in and be like, ha ha, gotcha. Yeah. Oh no. So Stay in your where, costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep in your Batman costume. <laughs> uh, it's just Batman sleeping peacefully. Oh, that's why so. we get super drunk and pass out in our costume. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just the uh, the fear of being dragged to the netherworld yep yep <laughs> so um, you take your costume off and now you're vulnerable you're vulnerable to the spirit so then you carve you know these small um you know radishes and stuff you put scary faces and then you put candles in them put them in your windows to be like there's already spirits here oh these spirits are dumb yeah i know right i feel like <laughs> every tradition is like rooted in the idea that like once you die you're like a fucking idiot. <laughs> even though i feel like then what you really think of i feel like you think when you're dead you're dead you'd like if you believe in an afterlife you're like that's when i'll know everything yeah yeah i feel like, like you're, you're just like fuck when yeah you're a ghost. yeah and i feel like too, you'd be like, you think I care about you? <laughs> yeah. The universe is so much bigger than me watching you have sex with <laughs> some dude. <laughs> Go be you, boo. I'm everything and uh, yeah. everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, go go put a turnip in the window. Yeah, like you know that's a you've got to know that's yeah. a turnip as a mm -hmm. all knowing, all powerful spirit. Yeah, energy. yeah. Yeah, I also this I feel like is very common in like like with Dia de los Muertos and other like death themed uh, holidays is like you leave offerings out yes. like on your porch like money, candy, foods, wine. Mm -hmm. yeah. I like that a lot with Day of the Dead. Mm -hmm. I like didn't really know anything about those traditions until I moved here and like LA. I went to the yeah. <laughs> cemetery, uh, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Yeah, they always do a thing every year. The one. Uh, well, this won't be out, I guess, by then, but they're doing it on Saturday. <gasps> During um, the day or at it's night? It's like all day and night. Yeah. It's I like know. a 12-hour celebration. Mm -hmm. Oh, But wow. it's like really beautiful and it's so fun. The artwork and, is amazing. Yeah. And like the, just the costuming and the yeah. face painting. Yeah, the face painting. Uh, and I really like that it's a celebration of people's lives. Yeah. And that it's like death. It's like a thing that it's just another part of life and it's not yeah. something to like fear or to shun or pretend yeah. like it didn't happen yeah and that you celebrate the people that died like every year yeah i just think like being like well that's done that's done yeah like i yeah i always like i remember as a kid i was like always a little creeped out by like what do you mean you go have dinner like on at, your the gra at the grave and everything and then now it's like, oh, wow, they're like so much more like connected with their family where like American culture is just like get death away from me. Yeah. Like it's every, like do the ritual so much and so then, that it's like once you're 45 or like, oh, please stay home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah. And I feel like even you have like a time limit on how much you can grieve too. like uh -huh. as a widow or something. It's like, of course, we're going to come and make you casseroles and everything for a week. But then back to work. <laughs> yeah. And oh, like, are boy. you still upset about that? Yeah. That was months ago. Yeah. You should be getting remarried, but not too soon. Yeah, because we're definitely going to talk trash about you on Twitter. That's Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> I, you know what, though? That's a weird thing in culture because I uh, I had the feeling when um, we know of like Patton Oswalt had that huge backlash when he announced yeah. getting remarried, mm -hmm. um, which is like very shady and nobody's business. Yeah. But I remember when I read another that, pop star. Oh, really? Like, a, yeah. 
Huh. I'd have to look it up, but it was like a young woman too. And she remarried after her like new husband, like tragically. Yeah. Wow. It was like a reality couple or something. Oh, I wish I could think of who that was. I guess because the Pat Oswald thing just happens is like yeah. fresh in my mind. But my first reaction was like, damn, that's soon. Yeah. But then I felt, and that was, you know, my reaction in my actual head, not yeah. online or yeah. to a communicare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. I was like, I'm it's not going to tell you your business. crazy that other people really tweeted at him. It, yeah. But then I read his response and it's like, yeah, you really don't fucking know what's going on in like people's lives yeah. and like how the grieving process works. Yeah. Um, but it is really strange that everybody has an idea of the right amount that someone else should be like yeah. grieving. I think it contributes to like, like, especially I felt this growing up is like, you gra- like you're supposed to graduate high school. You're supposed to like go to college. You're supposed to get married. You're supposed to have these many kids. Like you're mm-hmm. like all these, like, this is the normal script that right. you need to abide by. And then when you start deviating from it, that's when people are like, uh, when are you going to get out? married? When yeah. are the kids coming? You're remarrying. You're getting a divorce. You know, yeah, like, it's no, just like exactly. all these different things where nobody knows how to react. So it's just negative. Yeah. It's like the weird fallback to yeah. being surprised. Yeah. Um, But yeah, going back to like the day of the dead thing, I feel like they do such a great job of honoring yeah. Um, there are people who have passed away. Yeah. And they, at the festival here in Los Angeles at Hollywood Forever Cemetery, they have a whole section uh, for pets. <gasps> that's like really amazing. And they have a big um, wall set up that you can write your pet's name Aww. on it. And so I'm like every year I would go and like write my pets, my cats who like had passed oh my away. Gosh. It's like really sweet. And people put pictures of their cats yeah. up and like, it might be the SPCA or probably one of, did I put too many letters in that? I don't know. SPCA, uh, animal humane society, something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> one of those animal things. <laughs> you guys know animals, right? <laughs> Donate money to it. Yeah. <laughs> Google a uh, series of letters. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You'll find it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This series of different combinations. Hopefully there's not like a nonprofit for abusing animals oh, that no. uses similar oh, letters. Oh, God. Sorry. Um, Shouldn't have too dark. Too dark on the Halloween uh, podcast. Well, also, like, I love petitions and I'll sign a petition, but sometimes it's it's triggering when it's like, okay, I signed for like to help out this animal. And now, like, on my feeds, like, I see all these like animals getting abused. And it's like, of oh, course yeah. I'll sign it, but. I wasn't in the headspace. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, that's like the constant problem with uh, all of the endless scrolling of social yeah. media is like when you never know what you're going to see. That's I mean, this past year, I feel like if I'm on Facebook, I literally log in for two minutes because like I feel like the most important like friend stuff will be in that. At the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but even if I open it immediately, it's like this thing, like this thing happened in the news where I'm like, I'm not ready. Like, right. you know, like oh, I yeah. try to too many people smashing pumpkins. Yeah. Lots of people not. Yeah. It's too <laughs> no, much. much. <laughs> I don't want to think about smashing pumpkins right now. No, especially because um, there's a time and a place. Exactly. And Billy Corgan is like real weird now. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Different smashing pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but that's no. so great. Like I, I also like just you talking about the animal wall is like, I think there's something really special about 
using the day to actually think about people in your life that you lost. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. cause I don't think that's very like typical. I mean, like sometimes when you're hanging out with people, you make, maybe it comes up in conversation. Yeah, exactly. Especially but, if you have like similar people in your life who have yeah. died. Yeah. Um, and like everyone has their own personal, like this mm-hmm. thing reminds me of this person. So yeah. Like, pop in. But I think it's like, I don't like for me, I'll like think about uh, my grandma's a little bit, but like sometimes and I'm just like too bummed, change subject in my own yeah. brain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's something to be said for like, instead of being like sad about it, being like mm-hmm. happy about it. And that's yeah. what I think is so fun about day of the dead is it's just yeah. like, it's a party. Yeah. And it's not like, yay, you're dead, but it's like, yay, what an awesome life. And like, yay, we got to have time with you. And yeah, I think that's like a neat way to kind of think about our tradition of the veil being lifted. Yeah. Yeah. Is the idea that it's like not scary. Yeah. That like spirits don't have to be like a scary thing. That's like coming to take you down. Under. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but is like a, like coming back to celebrate you. Yeah. And like, maybe this is the time you're like closest with the people in your life who have passed away. Yeah. I think that's like something that doesn't get like talked about or revered enough in our culture is like, how lucky we are to like get these people in our lives for this short time. Like, cause mm-hmm. everybody we interact with, there's a time limit, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's like, yeah, that's the con or the sad part of it. But like the happy part is like the connecting and the loving and the, and the impact lifelong times. impact on like yeah. how they changed you and like yeah. help mold you into like the person that you are. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to live a life of complete isolation. Yeah. No, exactly. That's why, like, when people say they're not into Halloween, I'm like, first of all, when anyone just laughs, says, I've just rolled my eyes so hard. Like, yes, he's laughing. They'll, they'll uh, feel it in that gap of silence. <laughs> Whoa, did I just hear her eyes start clicking? <laughs> um, first of all, when anyone blanket says they don't like something, again, I roll. I'm like, there's, there's something about the thing you don't like that you don't like. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. no one just like people typically, I feel like when they get to be our age to don't like dressing up or like, don't like costumes yeah. or like, don't like the pressure of like a party. I think it's like, yeah, it, it could be or, like a social pressure or mm-hmm. it's just another stress in their life. Yeah. Or um, it's like, they don't like being scared. Yeah. And like, that's the thing about Halloween that I like a lot is like scary aspect of it. But then I think there's this more like this like interesting nuance for it. Cause it's, that's like very American Halloween. It's like the focus yeah. on like the films and the haunted houses. And but like, I think you can enjoy Halloween without getting scared. Like absolutely. You, you just don't go to like haunted houses or the movies mm-hmm. and you could just get dressed up and go to a party or yeah. go trick or treating, which is super cute. Yeah. Um, or go to the yeah day of the dead festival yeah. and like, or have it be a time where you celebrate people yeah. in your life and you like think about that. Yeah. Um, Cause there's just like a lot of factions to the holiday that I think is really interesting based mm-hmm. on like people's different culture. Yeah. And that's one of the things I liked about moving to LA is cause, um, it's not that I didn't know that that stuff existed, but like, there's just like not a large exposure to that yeah. in Ohio. So it's like uh-huh. coming here where it's like population is like largely Mexican. Yeah. It's like, uh, very exciting to like be a part of another yeah. culture in that way. Yeah. Yeah. To see. And just fluffed out the holiday for me more. Cause mm-hmm. I was just like, I already love this holiday. And now you're telling me there's this other way to celebrate it. Like, great. I want you to like get a bunch of apple cider slushies from Ohio and like bring them to LA and like you get an apple cider slushie and you get an apple cider slushie. Yeah. Just like enjoy each other's like traditions. Uh, Yeah. It's really great. 
Because, like, I, yeah, I've never had an apple cider slushy. What about um, an apple, apple cider donut? No. Ugh. I've had, like, an apple fritter. So that's, like, in my head, I'm like, it's maybe it's like that. It's similar. It's a little sweeter. Mm. Yeah. There was this place I used to, when I lived in, I lived in Maryland for a little bit before I moved to L.A. And there was a place uh, called Laryland Farms that was, like, kind of between <laughs> D.C. Yeah. and Baltimore. And they had this incredible hayride that was 100% for children. Yeah. Like every year I just like got up there and was like, Uh. hey kids. (laughs) (laughs) They like go through the forest and like there'd be this little, um, uh, like tableaus all made out of like painted wood and it'd be Mm. like creepy scenes. Yeah. But it was all like stuff from, um, Charlie Brown, like (laughs) pumpkin. And then it would be stuff from like Harry Potter. And Uh. I was just like, so there for it. Yeah. (laughs) This is for me. Not for you. I know. I'm like, I want to seat on the edge. <laughs> Out of the way, you. <laughs> oh, that's so um, great. So I feel like even like the family friendly aspects of it, I love so much. And like, mm. uh, one of the things when I think about like having kids, one of the first things I think about is like how I can't wait to like, that's ha- like to, the like, holiday. Celebrate. Halloween with children because I uh, close friends of mine that I grew up with um, they were like my neighbors across the street Um, they still live in Ohio and they have just like a beautiful family and uh, they this family the whole family like loves Halloween and so her Instagram is just like all this stuff she does with her kids like every single day it's like a craft spectacular oh my god wow they do photo shoots and like the (laughs) house is like decorated to the nines and like it's so like I love seeing how it's like this whole family like, yeah how we were all kids and then they all grew up and it's like keeps getting better for mm-hmm. them yeah um because when we were kids the house across the street they used to have this amazing halloween party every year yeah uh and they would actually there would be poems it's funny that you said that oh there was this really creepy poem oh, i should have looked it up uh before i came uh that was uh, they read every year that was about little orphan Annie, but it was like Ooh. a different story. It was maybe, like this really we can scary. Find it and I'll, yeah. We should I'll, like pause it and, on at the end and find something. it. Cause it like, they were, my mom would read it at this Halloween party every year and I fucking hated it. It like <laughs> made me so upset, but I was like there for it. I loved starting the things that were scary. And then as soon as it was over and then you're like back at home, you're like, yeah. God damn it. This is the worst. Yeah. It's just like watching horror movies. Yeah. And you're just like, this is fun. I'm having fun. I'm out with friends. And, and then, then you're then like the alone in your bed. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, great. Well, that pile of clothes is definitely the Babadook. Like a hundred percent. I know. I'm going to see the woman in black tonight and I'm like, I'm just fucking myself for I've the next six seen months. It. That's what I'm Daniel Radcliffe in it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I've seen the movie and that, scared me uh anytime I like because I in my old apartment uh to go to the bathroom it's like this really long hallway from my bedroom and then uh so at night it would be really really dark (laughs) (laughs) and there's like this one like especially going from the bathroom back to my room uh go down the hallway and then there's like this little uh doorway to to go out the back way of the mm-hmm. apartment. Yeah. Um, so we kept like bicycles and stuff there. And every time I like walked by, I'm like, don't look, she's there. Oh God, that's <laughs> awful. Yeah. That's um, when you start keeping a bucket yeah. next to your bed. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is where I pee now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't, I don't need to pee ever again. I'll just let my bladder explode. Uh, yeah. You just like dehydrate. In bed. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> then the woman in black wins. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm seeing the play version. Oh, tonight. the play. That's right. So I'm very, that's very exciting. cool. Yeah. I hear um, it's very scary. A scary play. 
That's exciting. A couple years ago, I saw Wait Until Dark with Allison Pill at the <gasps> Geffen. I love Allison Pill so oh, much. She is so good. She's amazing. She's being wasted in this new season of American Horror Story, I think. Oh, yeah. But I'm still like pumped to see her face. Yeah. Um, I love American Horror Story. I watch the first half of it every year. <laughs> and then <laughs> you do, like Then by stop. Halloween, I'm usually done with it. <laughs> That sounds like everyone has a very interesting relationship with that show that watches I know. It. It's because people who like scary things want it to be good. And so every year we're like, this is the time it'll be good. Yeah. And then it's not. But it was for like four seasons. It was like pretty solid. And yeah. Like the last three have just been it's like. Kind of like jumping it. Jumping yeah. That, jumping that spooky shark. That, <laughs> like a shark dresses up to be scarier. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Henry Winkler comes on for a season. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, well, seriously, literally, you could do anything. <laughs> Anytime someone explains what's happening on that show, I'm like, anything could happen. That's why people keep watching, though, because yeah. like from one week to another, the plot could completely change. Yeah, because, yeah. like, Ryan Murphy absolutely has a giant dartboard of ideas that he likes. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch his show Scream Queens? That was severely underrated. Didn't. Didn't that only last for like a season or two? Two seasons. They had yeah. one last year too. Mm. It was great. It was like a very ultra campy yeah. um, horror comedy. Yeah. It looked cool. All women. Like Jamie Lee Curtis was like an insane queen on it. Like Damn. she was very, like every episode she was like incredibly dry and funny and yeah. like very clever. Ah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I really, I get excited when like, uh, Halloween, like TV shows come out like a couple months yeah. before Halloween. Cause mm-hmm. I like to start like by August. I'm like, goodbye summer. I'm sick <laughs> of <your> shit. <laughs> and then I'm just like planning, planning, yeah. planning. Boom, boom, boom. I get to my Pinterest boards. I have like five different boards dedicated to different Halloween things. Oh my gosh. Are you doing anything for Halloween this year? I know you, um, in the past you've thrown big parties. That's why yeah. I was like, who do I ask? Uh, to come on and talk about Halloween. <laughs> uh, thank you. It's very, I like that my brand has been clear. And then people it think is. of Halloween, they think of me. That's what I've been working on my whole life. <laughs> yes. Um, my like uh, most largest fantasy uh, career would be having a character being like a character like Elvira. <gasps> like I would like love to I could see that. Yeah. develop a character that was just like, this is what I do for life. I'm Halloween always. <laughs> uh, yes, please. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I have some things in the works. There is actually a character that I developed a little bit this year, but uh, included a musical component that started to intimidate me and then I shelved it and I was like, I need more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm very excited by uh, this idea, this tease. <laughs> You want to know her name? Yes. It's Betsy Klein. Oh, <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah, my God. She's a, an undead country singer. Yes. <laughs> uh, but then I was like trying to work on the songs and I was like, I can't. This is like a month ago. And I was like, I I need to work on this like for a full year and then unveil it. Halloween yeah. 2018. I would love that. <laughs> There's also something really funny of like you don't perform your songs because you're dead. Yes, I was actually so maybe living people have to do your songs. I was song. thinking about that. I was trying to work on like what kind of lore could I develop that was like like my vocal cords were severed mm. in an accident or oh. like something happened so that yeah. like uh, I just uh, I just dance. <laughs> yeah. Or there could be something like when you do finally sing, like something very significant will happen. Mm. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like Groundhog's Day. 
<laughs> Will she, won't she? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um. Oh, man. Speaking of Groundhog's Day. Uh-huh. Okay. My favorite Halloween movie for 2017 is Happy Death Day. Uh. Okay. I have been curious to know if it's good or not. So um, if you're saying it's your favorite, then yes. I have many feelings about it. Ooh. Would you like me to start yes. listing all so, of them? Yeah. And then for the listeners, this is what I gather is it's basically the scary Groundhog's Day. Like yes. it just keeps repeating and people keep getting murdered by something. Sort of. So okay. um, it's actually more of a comedy than it is a scary. It's almost like a teen Groundhog's Day. Oh. We're like, it's like a slasher Groundhog's Day, but it's closer to being more of like a exploitation film. Okay. Um, so first of all, I didn't know it was PG-13 until we went to get the tickets. So oh. I went uh, with my boyfriend, Isaac, and ooh, the ooh. day <laughs> he's sitting here and doesn't want to be recognized. <laughs> um, uh, so it came out on Friday the 13th. I'm also a big Friday the 13th fan. I really love the whole uh, Jason mm. series, of uh-huh. Friday the 13th movies. Um, and I think Friday the 13th is fun because it happens a couple times a year. So then you get like a little spoon at a different time yeah, of year. It's not yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so I was like, this is great. A movie coming out on Friday the 13th is always like beautifully themed. Yeah. So I was like very psyched about it. I thought that all of the um, advertising for it was great. I really liked the billboard a lot. Yeah. Uh, anytime it's a fresh movie and it's not a remake or a sequel, I'm always very excited. Yeah. Oh, um, same. And I'm it's like, so over remakes and sequels. And I love like, I can get down with the universe. Like I'm really invested now in the Conjuring universe. Oh, just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Animal Creek was like so good that now I'm like fine I'll just watch it I'll just keep watching them fine have my money I only saw the first one so it's cool to hear that it's actually worth the second one is great it's not as solid as the first one story wise yeah but Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson I mean they're so good yeah and I love them Patrick Wilson I think is the sexiest actor alive he's like yeah he's like this I feel like I don't know how to describe it. He's like underrated, but not. He Does is underrated. Sense? Yeah, no, because there are people who know about him and they and love, they love him. him. Yeah. But in general, if you say Patrick Wilson, most people are going to need like you to be like conjuring. Start insidious. to like name a bunch of things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because for a while he was just in indie movies. Like he kind of I feel like his first major role was like Hard Candy with Ellen Page. I think Angels in America. Oh, Angels in America. Yes, yeah, that one. And then but Hard, Hard Candy. Oof. That'll fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's a bummer because he's a bad guy, and I don't like yeah. seeing a handsome Patrick as a I bad know, guy. He's so handsome, but he was a bad guy in Angels in America, too. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. He's so very good he's, in the conjuring. He's movies, one of those though. actors that's like really good at playing fucked up people. Mm-hmm. Um uh, one of my favorite things about uh, the TV show Girls is how Lena Dunham like just will cast like sexy men that she can have sex with or yeah. like, you know, gets to make out with. Why not? There's just like that one episode that was just about like her love affair with that doctor who's played by Patrick Wilson. And they just like Amazing. make out for 30 minutes. And I was like, I think we need to do another take. Yeah. <laughs> that <didn't> again. <laughs> again. <laughs> that didn't have all the tongue that I needed. Yeah. I really need to finish to make this believable. <laughs> Uh, okay, now 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 the women are getting creepy in Hollywood. <laughs> we oh we're owed our time. I know. Um uh so he's so good in the conjuring movies though. Like he's not only like supremely likable, I yeah. feel like Ed and Lorraine Warren probably weren't that like stylish and like 
they're nerds. Yeah, they're huge nerds. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you can super like you can religious. watch like I don't know if you could watch video of them, but you can definitely hear audio of them. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, they're a lot stiffer than. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, they are very religious. But these are great uh, portrayals of mm-hmm. them, like really good Hollywood portrayals. I feel like. Yeah, they're and, both like, such great character actors. So, yes, and like yeah. they're all the country movies are always about. They have a ton of girls in them. Like a yeah, lot of women, yeah. And it's like there's more women in those movies than there are. And then Animal Creation is all girls, and oh. there's like one male character. Uh-huh. Um, and he doesn't even save them. Yeah. So it's great because Patrick Woo. Wilson's character is kind of like their savior for like a lot of the young girls in the Conjuring movies. Yeah. But he's so handsome that I'm like, it's I'm okay with it. Pass. You get a pass. <laughs> <laughs> you can save me. <laughs> Anytime. Help, help. 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 I'm just ghosts <laughs> sitting here. <laughs> we live at night. Yeah, yeah. Please come right now. Um, um, so... I uh, will show up for that universe, but in the in general, I'm like pretty bitter about like long running series, yeah, um, and sequels and things because I just like I want a new story. I love stories, yeah. like yeah. There's and a lot of good ideas out there. I want to see them. Yeah, and I think I appreciate things in the long run when there's only one of them. Yeah. If it's too much, I'm just like, you ruined it. Right. Well, that's what's funny about Happy Death Day is because it does pretty much take the story from Groundhog's Day. Yeah. But um, I do like the idea of certain stories being so classic that they're able to be unfurled and retold in different ways because that is what storytelling and folklore is. And I like the idea that now it's been like 20 years since Groundhog's Day. So like we can, we can take it apart and reimagine it as this different thing. And then just that fear of like being locked into a shitty day like that's like yeah. a very real fear and I love that as a story yeah. that can maybe just be passed down for like yeah. years and years yeah um but the uh from a comedy perspective the kids in this movie all turn in like really good comedic performances oh wow that's awesome yeah and uh so when we went into it I was like very psyched but I didn't know until we got to the theater that it was PG-13 and first of all they don't make a lot of PG-13 movies anymore Mm. um like since when Judd Apatow and 40 Year Old Virgin had you know released with such a bang that was sort of the re like second coming of R-rated comedies oh okay I guess it was probably American Pie that kicked that off but it got like way more box office success when it was like Judd Apatow. Like. Okay. That's, uh, but yeah, for a long time, think about the about 90s, that. all PG-13 All PG-13, yeah. Um, so there haven't been a lot of PG-13 movies coming out. And horror films have kind of gone back to doing that and getting teenagers oh, going. Oh, to get yeah. that, that the younger audience. Because yeah, teenagers love scary movies. Yeah, well, and I forgot, I didn't forget that, but I just, I don't, why would I, I don't interact with teenagers, really. <laughs> I love yeah. teenagers from afar. Uh-huh. Um, but like I don't interact with them so being at the movies with them was eh, such a hoot like oh. they were I mean, we walked we were the oldest people yeah. in there oh and then it was just like it was like an eighth grade assembly had just let out directly into the grove oh my god and it was just like so many flippy haired 12 year old boys whose voices hadn't changed yet being oh. like Hey guys, let's go to the movies. <laughs> like, and we were just surrounded by tweens. Yeah. Oh my and god! And it was so funny. Like, immediately, very funny. And I was yeah. like, I'm glad we're not seeing a serious movie because this would be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. It was just like commentary, 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 yeah. but like children's commentary, which yeah. is awful. <laughs> um, and they were like legitimately like just screaming at stuff, and like it was very, very cute. And um, it was fun to watch a movie through 
teenagers experiences yeah, in a way. Yeah. And I felt like that kind of put me in like a younger frame of mind while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. So I think there's like definitely things to be critical. It was written by men and the lead characters are women. And I That's think a little that like... usually by the time you get to the climax of a movie starring women written by men, something like, like Easy A is a good example where you're like, oh, nope, this actually isn't how a woman would resolve this situation. Yeah. Like this doesn't, uh, yeah, this yeah, doesn't yeah. feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be like really, really good until you get to the end. And that's pretty much, I don't like the ending of this movie. Isaac and I talked about it a lot, but, um, uh, it, I didn't love the ending. I would give it a solid B plus though, because I don't feel like the ending actually matters. Okay. It's one of those movies. that's like purely for fun. Mm-hmm. And if you're down for the conceit of it's like, she's it's, Groundhog's Day as like a slasher comedy, then yeah. you will have fun the entire time because the acting is great. That they're all having so much fun. They're all perfect yeah. in their roles. Yeah. And it is surprising. You don't like know what's going to happen or why That's it's so happening. Cool. Yeah. And the main woman, I don't know who she is. She's like a more talented Blake Lively. Oh, wow. And she's just, yeah, she's like very pretty, but then actually funny and like knows how to <laughs> deliver a line and yeah. is just like placidly staring off screen somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's like a delight to watch her character change and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was very, very fun. I think it's worth seeing in the theater just because it is a fun Halloween movie to see. Yeah. It's a movie that I'd watch again if it came on cable, but probably not something that I would like buy and like repeatedly watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it would be like a Halloween classic as much as it's just like, what a great way to celebrate the season. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes I think those movies get really underrated because we're so desperate to f- keep finding new modern classics Yeah, that it's like you, people have a hard time appreciating mm, schlockier horror films sometimes because it's not always, things don't have to be, have to have a shelf. They can have a shelf life. I yeah. Guess. Okay. You, yeah. You totally. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I hear you. Just going and having that experience yeah. at the movie theater is like such a great way to celebrate Halloween yeah. and being like, great. I was scared and I laughed and I don't know. It kind of just reminded me of being in college. Also mm-hmm. it had a lot of hard college tropes in it, oh, which I thought fun. were really yeah. fun. Yeah. And because it's played with so many like winks and nods, you, none of it feels overly tropey because mm-hmm. everybody's in on the joke. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Highly recommend. Ooh, yeah. Well, it also makes you think now too with Movie Pass, maybe more people will go back to the movies. Oh my gosh! Like, eh, what do you want to do? Let's go see a movie. I will literally watch anything. Yeah, now. these are so many movies that I'm like, I don't know if I want to pay for it, but now I'm like, I will literally just watch anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I guess I'm gonna be my third home. <laughs> yeah, there aren't any that many horror movies that actually came out this season. Yeah, so, so maybe it'll change next year. Or, yeah, I don't know. Here's Mother, and then Mother ended up not really being a horror movie. Yeah, it was upsetting, but like in the did you watch way. it? I did. Did you like it? I. I, again, I really liked the first two thirds of it. And then at the end I was like, nope. Nope. (laughs) Uh, I have friends who did really like the ending a lot. I'm really over, um, men picking women to represent mother earth and then, um, incredibly violating women to be like, this is what we do to earth. And I'm like, but we also do do this to women. So it's like hard to watch you like beat the shit out of Jennifer Lawrence because that actually is like a real problem. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, spoiler alert. (laughs) If you don't want to watch Jennifer Lawrence getting her face kicked and punched a million times while being called a cunt, then I don't recommend mother. Yeah. 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 But the first two thirds before that happens are like very eerie, very beautiful, very like, uh, kind of early supernatural sort of Mm. seventies horror Mm -hmm. film vibe Mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. Um, and then I was just like over it by the end. But like lovers of like kind of extreme and absurd violence, I think would be into it just because it's like 
one of the most outrageous movies I've ever seen. Yeah. So like maybe like people that are into like Tarantino, like because some of I don't know, some of those like gruesome killings are very funny to me because they're so absurdly done. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. I always think Tarantino's very funny. Yeah. This isn't but funny. But it's not supposed to be funny. It's absurd in the like, why is this happening? happening. Got but it. not because you don't understand the choices he's making. It's it's insane. I've never actually seen a movie that is it's definitely um what's the word? Like uh surreal? Yeah, it's surreal. It's um uh not brave. Uh humorous, I guess. Like what is yeah, it? Yeah, when I you heard like, that critique a lot that you like is... make a choice that's like like basically like, wow, that's a bold choice. Like I yeah. don't know that many people who would like put make yeah. a movie like this absolutely insane Mm -hmm. yeah and it also sounded like very manipulative like in every choice to make the audience be perplexed and upset yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's basically what it was like I went and saw a noon showing of it the weekend that I opened (laughs) and I went to work afterwards and it's all day I was just like haunted by it (laughs) yeah exactly just like every noise made me flinch oh weird the sound mixing on it was beautiful Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's not like I loved Black Swan I thought Black Swan was legitimately like horrifying and disturbing and like all his work it's like I enjoy seeing it but I never want to see it again exactly yeah Yeah, I'm glad that I watched it, but I immediately texted a bunch of my girlfriends that I was like, I don't think you'll like this because of like how violent it is towards Jennifer Lawrence's character. Yeah. yeah. And it's like kind of hard to unsee it once you see it. And it like happens so quickly that you don't know it's going to happen until you've already seen it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Scary. Like sometimes we're like, cool, I can tell this person's going to get like their face ripped off. I'm going to turn my head if you don't want to see it. Oh, shit. But this was just like, oh man, a crazy thing is happening. Oh man, Jennifer Lawrence is getting your face pushed in. Like, oh, it's gross. Oh, yeah, that's that's hard. Her hair looks beautiful, though. Oh. <laughs> She's wearing incredible extensions throughout the entire film. <laughs> you got to make your star look beautiful when pushing their face in. Exactly. <laughs> Choking on my LaCroix. <laughs> um, so uh, we have a hard out. So is there anything oh, yeah, else you want to? We got kind of far away to... from Halloween. Um, I think we stayed spooky. We kinda, we yeah, we stayed different... spooky. Yeah. The only thing I can think of that I wanted to mention that I thought was very interesting that blew my mind a little bit, just a little bit, uh, (laughs) was trick-or-treating. My mom was always like, I got to check your candy to make sure there's like razor, like make sure it's safe. Make sure there's razors. (laughs) Make sure there's razors and poison and heroin. I'm sick of you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But that was like a huge thing. And I'd see it on the news all the time. Mm -hmm. And then when I did the research. Nothing ever happened. Nothing ever happened. The only two cases was a kid ate heroin. That was his uncle's. And then the second that's a family yeah, problem. That's a family problem. The second one is is much more dark. Um, but it was a a dad did it. To, he took out life insurances on his kids and then tried to sell it off like they had been poisoned by somebody in the community. Of course. See, yeah. So family annihilator. Yeah, like that's always what it is. But like, I feel like that's like always what made Halloween like. Extra scary. Extra scary, but also like had this like kind of parental concern over the day where like Christmas is more like, like, ah, like, you You'll know. literally take cookies from anybody at yeah. Christmas time. Yeah. You, you're just grabbing sugar from everyone. I, I like, feel like our happy post, holidays. Yeah. Like at the fucking uh, post office, they'd be like, have cookies. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everywhere you go. This, yeah. That's another thing that's great about between now and New Year's is like, Sugar is just everywhere. I know. Earlier this week, I was like, oh, I ate a lot of like chill, drank a lot this summer. Like, I'm going to 
trying to like try to get back to like having more salads and just drinking only once or twice a week. And then I was like, at the holidays, why now? Yesterday, the year out. (laughs) Yesterday, I had cake for lunch. That's awesome. Someone brought a cake. I'm like, I guess this is what we're eating. I feel like everywhere I go, there's a bucket of candy. And I'm like, well, what am I not going to take free candy? Yeah. I don't even like candy that much. I ate like a bunch of Jolly Ranchers and I'm not even into <laughs> Jolly Ranchers, but they were free and they were in a skeleton, like, like globe shaped yeah, glass it's face. Fun. Oh, I need to eat Jolly Ranchers out of a skeleton. <laughs> um, yes. I'm glad you brought that up actually, because I am very interested in moral panics. I think mm-hmm. it's like really amazing when somebody hears something like yeah. there's an urban legend about something happening yeah. and then the news gets a hold of it and then it's a thing that's happening but it's not happening. Yeah. And that's what happened with those the candy stuff. Yeah. Like families thing. Yeah. yeah, and then it's spun out of control and I think that's so interesting cuz my mom was really into checking my candy. Yeah. It was like a huge Make deal. Make sure nothing's open. You can't go to people's yeah. houses that you don't know. Interesting. That was a big yeah. thing. Like okay. Only trick or treat at people's houses that yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And then that, over the years that sort of dissipated, but when I was like under 10 it was definitely like yeah oh yeah you only go to like six houses or something yeah yeah um and then my mom would like fastidiously like check each wrapper make sure that they're and if there was a wrapper that like you know in transit got torn out it's out yeah Mm -hmm. like can you imagine like how many shitty criminals there'd have to be for like everybody to get needles and acid and yeah like in their kid like it would be happening also like all the time like we listen to a lot of true crime podcasts like uh, like sick people I think that's like too much work for them to really get off exactly yeah the older yeah. I get the more I realize that like people are just gonna shoot at you or stab yeah. you in the night fuck because yeah. <laughs> like the only case that's ever happened was the aspirin case in Chicago right and that had um, nothing to do with Halloween yeah um, was, yeah, that's just like if someone wants to wreak havoc, they're going to. I don't know. It's it's not like a sad topic or whatever. But like, but yeah, I don't it's know. Not I just common. Thought, it's not common enough that you have to. But in it, every neighborhood. Yeah. And every kid. It created like this, like stranger danger. Kind yeah. Of like, oh, be so you're careful. right. It was like a real world scare that was coupled in with like the safe scares of Halloween. So yeah. that there was an idea that like when you're trick or treating, something actually scary could yeah. happen to yeah. you if you went to like the wrong house. Yeah. You can never have those homemade foods either. Oh, no, 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 no. Like that popcorn balls. I was Did never. Did you ever go to a house where they gave you like a toothbrush? Never a toothbrush, <laughs> but there was a family that would always give you like nickels. <laughs> I'm like, I don't you fucking change I love that man. everyone has like a house where they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, listen, I'm going to call my parents out because they give out pretzels. And they're in like these little miniature bags that are like the pretzels are shaped like pumpkins. So oh, that's like cute. they have a Halloween theme to them. I can hear my mom getting defensive about it already. <laughs> but like they're still pretzels. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like on Halloween you don't need to like take responsibility for children's like health. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's like Ideally, we would take care of our kids all year all round. The time. <laughs> so holidays would be special. I mean, it's the same with meat. Like our meat industry is like in the 50s, you only ate meat like maybe twice a year. Mm-hmm. And it was very like special and like not destroying the earth. Yeah. You know, speaking of um, things in the 50s, if you want to 
look up some fun Halloween recipes. Ooh. For the 50s and 60s had some hilarious mm-hmm. like Halloween like jello molds and like uh, <laughs> things where they'd be like yeah. cut your cheese to look like a jack-o-lantern and so then put weird. it on your hamburger. Oh my but God. Pinterest has a lot of really awesome old-time advertisements and recipes for like Halloween oh, cool. things from like the 50s and 60s very like old school Americana. Yeah. Um and I like really get a kick out of those. So it's just like some really gross recipes that are like orange jello salad and you yeah. can make you know, you make it shape like a pumpkin and it's so dumb. Like I love it. So much work and so many disgusting ingredients. Oh God. Oh, the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> the spookiest time in my opinion. I mean, people handmade a lot of their costumes. That's a fun thing to look up to is like old vintage oh, costumes. That sounds cool. But there's also, you know what else they did is the plastic sheets, uh, with like printed on them. Like it would just be like uh, you put like a plastic bag on, but it has like a Wonder Woman outfit on it. Have you seen those? Those uh-uh. were like that might have been the seventies. Is it kind of like like people that wear like shirts with bikinis on them? Yes, yeah, it was like a plastic smock, and then it was like your it's cheap, like I did like, it drugstore costume. It's like I don't have time, but I want to celebrate Halloween. Get I, this Wonder Woman trash bag. <laughs> I'm a woman on the go. (laughs) I got seven parties to go to. (laughs) I'm going to spill a lot of drinks on myself. I'm not going to wear a bikini. They're like disposable. So when you ruin it, you just like pull it out of the box. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a whole roll of costumes. (laughs) You can just change it up. Yeah, When you're done, you like uh, turn it inside out and put all the trash inside of it. Well, million dollar ideas were just giving yeah. away. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, all right. Well, I think we we got to wrap it up, unfortunately. But yeah, this well, was so great. If anybody needs any Halloween ideas, last minute costume ideas, hit yeah. me up. LTB comedy, Instagram, <laughs> yes, Twitter, yes. Boom, not boom. Facebook because it's stressful. Yeah. Oh boy. Don't talk to me on Facebook. <laughs> it, I will throw my phone if I get a yeah. message. You will be responsible for a panic attack, yeah. especially for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much. I could talk about Halloween all day, every day. Happy Halloween. Take care, ghouls and gals. <laughs> and that's our episode. Thank you so much, Luce, for coming on. Ooh, spooky. Very, very fun. And I think I found the poem that... Luce was talking about. It's called Little Orphant Annie by James Whitcomb Riley. This is my first time reading it, so this is a cold read. Let's see if it's spooky for us. And it's orphant, not orphan. Uh-uh. Little Orphant Annie. Here we go. Little Orphant Annie's come to our house to stay and wash the cubs and saucers up and brush the crumbs away and shoo the chickens off the porch and dust the hearth and sweep and make the fire and bake the bread and earn her board and keep. And all of us other children, when the supper things is done, we set around the kitchen fire and has the mostest fun and listening to the witch's tales that Annie tells about and the goblins that will get you if you don't watch out. Once there was a little boy wouldn't say his prayers, so when he went to bed at night away upstairs, his mommy heard him holler and his daddy heard him bawl, and when they turned the keevers down, he wasn't there at all, and seeked him in the rafter room and cubby hoe and press, and seeked him up the chimney flue and everywheres, I guess, but all they ever found was this his pants and round about. What? And the goblins will get you if you don't watch out. 
And one time a little girl in Alice laughed and grinned and makes fun of everyone and her blood and kin. And once when they was company and old folk was there, she mocked them and shocked them and said she didn't care. And this as she kicked her heels and turned to run and hide, they was two great black things standing by her side. They snatched her through her ceiling for she knowed what she's about. And the goblins will get you if you don't watch out. And little orphan Annie says when the blaze is blue. And the lamp which sputters and the wind goes woo. And you hear the crickets quit and the moon is gray. And the lightning bugs and dew is all swinched away. You better mind your parents and your teachers found and dear and cherish them that loves you and dry the orphan's tears and help the poor and needy ones that clusters all about or the goblins will get you if you don't watch out. Ooh, spooky. Uh, that was all written with like an with like Irish shorthand. So it's a little tricky, but spooky. So be good. Don't be brats or the goblins will get you. That is very terrifying to hear as a kid. Loved it. Thanks for sharing, Luce. Thanks for coming on. Remember, you can follow Luce on Twitter and Instagram at LTB Comedy. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Drickens. Please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. And if you're shopping on Amazon, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumbnerds. Click on that support our artist button. It gives us a little kickback and it helps us get more visible. Happy Halloween. Bye. a boardwalk audio podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate and subscribe now